It's time for Rhema for Today. In other words, the Hebrew, instead of saying, I will hasten my word to perform it, that means do it, says, I watch over my word. Well, either one can be correct, praise God. I watch over my word. I watch over my word to perform it. Hallelujah. Thank God he stands back of the word. I don't have to make it good. He's the one that watches over to perform it, not me. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, you see, he's God to a lot of people because they really don't know him as Father. You can almost tell those folks that are still over there in that unenlightened, darkened, or twilight zone, so to speak, not really ever come into the family of God. You know, they think they're being reverent, you know. And God to them, you see, and thank God he is high and holy, praise God, lifted up. But he's not a father to them. He's still just God. You can almost tell it the way they say, God. <laughs> Paul said, I bow my knees unto the Father. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Jesus said, In that day ye shall ask me nothing. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father. Jesus came to introduce the Father to us. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. And so you see then, friends, the Father, God, that I'm coming to, stands behind this holy written word. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. He stands behind that word. He's the one that said it. Praise God. And he'll keep it. Jeremiah in the King James translation, the first chapter of the 12th verse said that God said, I will hasten my word to perform it. I look in the margin of this King James translation that I'm preaching out of and there's a little number there by the word hasten. And I look over in the margin and it said H-E-B. That means Hebrew. The Old Testament is written in Hebrew. Hebrew, watch over. In other words, the Hebrew, instead of saying, I will hasten my word to perform it, that means do it, says, I watch over my word. Well, either one can be correct, praise God. I watch over my word. I watch over my word to perform it. Hallelujah. Thank God he stands back of the word. I don't have to make it good. He's the one that watches over to perform it, not me. I think that's one place where so many people miss it. They think they've got to make it good. Well, you don't have to make anything good. I'm talking about the word of God. Amen. All you've got to do is believe it. Somebody said, well, I don't understand it. Well, he didn't say to understand it. He said, believe it. Hallelujah. I don't understand it either, but I just believe it. Praise God that it works. Now, what does your individual prayer life mean to you? Is it just simply 
that at a time of great extremity or crisis or a need, a time of great need that you cry out to the Lord for help? Or is he an ever-present help? Hallelujah. See, there's a difference. Thank God in his great mercy, he's helped us. But it's just good to know and to grow to the place that you know he's an ever-present help in the time of need. Can you say amen? amen? Praise God. Is life an unconscious or is he in life, your life, your individual life, is he an unconscious presence at your side or with you or in you? Always. Or is prayer just a part of your daily life? Do you talk to him as simply as you talk to your loved ones? I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, friends, on the ground of the finished work, of our Lord Jesus Christ. That means when we say the finished work, that means the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension on high of Jesus. Having entered, first of all, before he ascended on high and sat down at the right hand of the Father, he went up there and entered into the heavenly holders of holders with his own blood. The writer of Hebrews tells us to obtain an eternal redemption for us. And that's the reason these verses here in Hebrews says, For we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points, thank God, tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come let us therefore come arrogantly. No, no. There's a difference between being bold and arrogant. Are you listening to me? Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy Hallelujah. That we may obtain mercy. That we may obtain mercy. You know, you don't need mercy unless you missed it. I tell the story sometime of the fellow that uh, went with me when I first went up to Tom Bean to preach where I met my lovely wife. I held revival there, and I didn't have a car. This man had one, so uh, I got him to go along, and because he played a guitar and sang, and was sort of what we call a lay preacher. He and his wife owned and ran a, what we called in those days, 1938, a healthy, selfie laundry. So as we were driving up, or we'd drive up there and preach and then drive back. 
to my hometown. You see, in other words, we went 30 miles there and 30 miles back every night. So, uh, uh, you know, in those days, you know, that's a pretty good trip. Not like it is today. So he was telling me one time that he had, uh, uh, you know, because he was just, uh, you know, he didn't have a license ordained to preach. He just what we call a lay preacher. He'd fill in for people, you know, in more or less country churches and also. One fellow was gone on a vacation or something, a pastor, and he was going to preach for him. And so he had worked, you know, he said every machine he had in that laundry broke down that day but one. And this was the main day that everybody came to do their laundry. And he's just working on those machines, trying to get them to go and keep them going, you know, because just he and his wife, nobody else there to help And so he didn't have time really to study and prepare himself, so he said he started to this church and he had to go through a little old town before he got there. And he said he was going along trying to get something, you know, thinking about different scriptures, you know, because he hadn't prepared himself. And, and, and he didn't notice, and he ran a red light. This little old town just had one red light in it. <laughs> just one signal light, you know. And he had run that, and about that time he saw another red light flashing behind him, you know. <laughs> so he put, and he looked down the speedometer real quickly and noticed that he was going 35 miles an hour. And so he pulled over the curb and stopped. The policeman got out and said to him, do you know you run that red light back out there? He said, no, I never even saw a red light. Not only that, she's going 35 miles an hour in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. And he said, I was going 35 miles an hour, all right, because when I saw that light behind me, <laughs> I looked at my speed up and I was going 35 miles an hour. Well, he said, this is 25-mile-an-hour zone, speed zone there. Well, he said, I'm guilty, officer. Just write me out the ticket, I'm guilty. I plead guilty. And he said, I'll just take your word for it. And I never even saw the light. He said, I, I'm, I'm guilty. I, <laughs> I, I, and he told him, you know, about all of his problems of the day. And he's going out there to preach and so on. Officer wrote him out a ticket. Well, he had to appear before the judge, municipal judge on a certain day. So he went. And they called his case eventually. So he said, judge, could I just plead my own case? Well, he said, yes, sir, go out ahead. He said, well, now, first of all, I want to tell you this much. I'm guilty. He said, I, uh, my wife and I run this help yourself in laundry. I was busy. He told him. He said, uh, and I just wasn't a thinking. I know it's wrong. I just simply wasn't a thinking. I read, I, I, don't, I didn't even see the light. The officer there, and the officer was there, said, he said I did it, so he must be right. I do know I was going 35 because when I saw that red light behind me, I did look out my speed down and I was going 35 and he said it's a 25 mile zone. Now I'm guilty. But now I want to say this to you. Now these were depression days. Folks didn't have a lot, you know. He said, I have spent everything I had on those washing machines buying parts to get them going. I got one nickel in my pocket. That's all I've got. And so you can find me if you want to, but I can't pay it. I'll have to serve the time out in jail or work it out. They called it, you know, the county farm. They called it the pea patch in those days. Anybody know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Just have to work out my fine, you see. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Our offer to, for this month for a gift of $27 or more is uh -huh. really, really good. It's, uh, it's my three CDs, um, three messages I preach. Yes. Getting through the tough times. That's right. And then 
a slim bomb book by you called God's Peace, Peace experience yes. it all the time. That's right, because you know, so many times, honey, when we're going through tough times, right. uh, the enemy will try to keep us out of peace. Right. And in this book, I talk about that. And then in the back of it, I have oh, lots of peace scriptures. Yeah. And it's important to read those every day. And, and this, this going through tough times, I say answers in the tough times, rejoicing in difficult times, dealing with the tongue, uh, uh, with your tongue. Yes, that's during right. Tough times. During tough times. Watch what you say. Say, that's right. And, you know, we have, if, if you order this for a gift of $27 or more, we're going to include, free of charge, one of Dad's CDs. Now, this was in a series that he had done, and I had him pull it out yes. and put it into a single CD. It's called Kenneth E. Hagin, Timeless Teaching. And I had him pull this out. It's faith by saying it for finances. Yes. This is one of the, uh, how, what's the words I want to use? It's just an important it's, information. It's so, it's so important. Yes. If you're believing God for finances, he has some really good keys, keys here. Yes. So for a gift of $27 or more, we get these two. Mm -hmm. And we're going to include this one, this free of charge. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen with his teaching, Knowing God as Your Father. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.